So, Ron. Yes. <laughs> we've been doing this show for a while. We have. And, um, and every episode, as our listeners know, is a certain entry number on this list. Yes, right? we, yes. Every time we do an episode, it's always a certain number on the list. It's entry number such and such. Uh, the, we've done as far down as the somewhere in the hundreds. I know the one we just did last week was 98. Like it was way down there. Yeah. And for our listeners, there really, there really is a list. And it is an exhaustive list, as we yes. call it. Yes. <laughs> uh, it does get added to uh, all the time when we think of things that should be added to the list. Um, but I know, I just know, I know that our listeners, uh, since we've been doing this show, are just dying to know what is at the top of this list. Oh, uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. They're probably just, they're itching to know what's I'm number I'm surprised one. we haven't received emails, exactly. to be honest. It's... Um, and if we have, I just haven't checked. So, yeah. <laughs> if, you, sure. if you have emailed us, my bad. Um, but yeah, they're probably wondering. We just got to know. I mean, the highest one we've done so far is probably like number 12, I think, or, or something up there. Mm-hmm. I, I know we've done a couple teen ones. So for today, we're going we're gonna to whet their appetite just a little bit. Okay. Okay. We're not giving them number one. And and really, they're in no particular order. Like so, when they do find out number yeah, one, yeah, yeah. One thing that people need to understand on this sh- show, podcast, whatever you want to call it, numbers are irrelevant. Yeah, they're basically. <laughs> Whenever we do finally do, this is the number one episode. They're going to be so disappointed <laughs> yes, in are. what number one is. Yeah. But anyway, today we are giving them a little uh, bit of that curiosity. We're gonna we're gonna satisfy the curiosity a little bit because today's episode is entry number four on the list. Wow. Number so four. Without further ado Welcome back to another episode of Things You Miss in Sunday School where we talk about uh, the lesser-known, obscure, but interesting stories from the Bible and church history. My name is Spencer. My name is Ron. And we have a list, and it's exhaustive. It's an exhaustive list of people, places, things, ideas, and events that we're going to go through one by one over the course of this entire series. This is entry number four. Number four. Bum, bum, bum. On the list, and it is entitled, Preached to Death. <laughs> now, I have never been preached to death. Obviously. Close? Well, I guess I shouldn't say obviously. Because Have you been preached to sleep? That's the big I'm way. sure we've all been pre- preached yeah. to sleep. Yeah. Uh, I, I say that I've never been preached to death, and then I said obviously, which I guess shouldn't. Like, I shouldn't say that because the story we're going to read today shows that the person in the story could say, hey, I've been preached to death, and they're well, still alive. Well, while you were preaching, have you ever had anybody listening to you that maybe wanted to kill you? <laughs> I bet, and I guess if I ever had, if I ever have, then I, I then I guess then I'm just like Jesus. In that right. sense. There you go. There you I, go. I heard a st- I heard a, or I saw a post one time that said uh, to youth ministers it said if you have a youth group of only twelve people and one person wants to kill you, <laughs> then you <laughs> have a youth ministry just like Jesus. Hey, that's perfect. Yes, that uh, but perfect. while I so what I was saying was while I can say I've never been preached to death, I I can say that I have been preached to fear. Mm. Now, what I mean by that is, as a kid, uh, I would say even still today, like I, I can be very anxious about things. And um, there are times in life where you experience things, uh, like uh, where you experience things to where like the pain or 
I mean, I'm, I don't know what I'm to say. Like one time, it's totally off topic, but one time I ate a ghost pepper. And I know everyone listening to this podcast, I tell this story all the time. It's like my claim to fame. And so people get really frustrated when I tell the story over and over. Uh, but long story short, I ate a ghost pepper, which is the hottest naturally growing pepper on the planet. Okay. And like I said, long story short, it got to the point where the pain was so bad in my mouth and in my throat and in my stomach that the pain of the ghost pepper went away and was replaced by fear. I was scared that this was how it's going to end. <laughs> like I, oh, wow. I thought like this is it. I don't know what's going to happen. Okay. Mm-hmm. So similar to that, one time when I was four, five, six years old or so, I was in church. I believe it was a Sunday evening church service. And the pastor that I was that we were listening to was just going on and on and on. Just kept preaching and preaching and preaching. And like I said, I'm four, five, six, I'm seven or so years old. I'm pretty young. And I remember looking up at my dad and saying, dad, like, when is he going to be done? And, and I, I truly believe I was not being a little brat. I truly believe I was just asking, like, is this going to end soon? And, and I remember dad telling me church should already be over. I'm like, when does church get out, dad? Like, cause I treated it like school. School right. always gets out at a certain time. I'm like, when does mm-hmm. church get out? And he just looks at me and says, well, church should already be out. And so he's like, he's like, Spencer, just lay your head on my lap and, and just go to sleep. And I became scared. This is where the fear came in. I became scared because I was afraid that I would go to sleep and wake up and still be in church. (laughs) Like, I felt like we were stuck. Like, we were imprisoned here. Like, you can't leave until church is over. You can't leave until church is over. That's rude, right? You can't just walk out while the preacher's preaching, you know, that kind of thing. And uh, so I was afraid I was going to wake up, you know, two hours later from a nap and still be in church. So uh, I was genuinely afraid my that I we were going to be stuck there forever. So I well I said well I cannot say I've been preached to death. I can't say I've been preached to the point of being afraid that we were okay stuck yeah. there forever. Wow, I've been preached to life. You've been preached to life, not death, but okay. Yeah. Can I you? Mean, yeah, I mean when I gave my life to Christ, I've been you know I know that sounds all cheesy and all cheesy. super spiritual, but yeah. uh, you know I vividly remember the. The church service where I mm-hmm. surrendered my life to Christ. Wasn't it was, Easter one time? It was Easter, Easter. 1981, and mm-hmm. and uh, was baptized that afternoon in a in a lake in the big nice. city of Carbon, Indiana, on Easter Sunday, 1981. Cool, and uh, was preached to new life. I preached guess to I new should life. say so, that's great. Never been preached to death. Cool, but there have been some odd things happen in church services. Let me tell you. Yep, some odd things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so what we're talking about today is something very odd that has happened in a church service before. Uh, This is one of those lesser-known stories that uh, really we don't know what to talk about when we use it in sermons or in lessons or anything like that. That's why we're going to talk about it in this show, because that's what it's all about. Yes. about the lesser-known stuff and the uh, interesting uh, stories from the Bible. And uh, where we we are at in the Bible is Acts chapter 20. Mm -hmm. Uh, Verse 7 is where we're going to be. And uh, the book of Acts uh, follows the life of Paul for the most part. The last last two thirds of it or so follows Paul around and his different missionary uh, journeys throughout um, Asia Minor, Asia Minor, yeah, and such. Yeah, yeah. And this takes place in chapter twenty, which there's only twenty eight chapters in Acts. So this is towards the you know the the le- the the last few chapters of the of the book. And Paul is actually on his way to Jerusalem. For the final time, this is actually this story takes place during his third and final missionary journey, mm-hmm. uh, recorded in the Bible, and uh, he's on his way to Jerusalem. He's he's pretty certain uh, that he's going to be arrested. He knows this is it. 
that he he knows that he's gonna that something's about to happen. So he's on his way back to Jerusalem, and he's in the city of Troas, where uh, he is meeting with some other Christians, and that's where this story takes place that we're reading today. And it features a guy with a very interesting name. Eutychus. Eutychus, yeah. Not exactly what people nowadays would use uh, as a baby name. Mm -mm. You know, a lot of Christian couples, I guess, sometimes Google what are some cool Bible <laughs> names for uh, for boys and girls. Uh, I bet Eutychus is not in the top ten. No, no. But I, I like the name because I, uh, I did a little research of what it means. Yeah? Do you know what the name Eutychus what does it mean? means? What does it mean? Good fortune. It means good fortune. That is... <laughs> that is... Uh, that is very thick irony. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> when yes, you uh, when is. you finally when you hear the story, uh, that's funny. It means good fortune. That's funny. Um, but anyway, let's just uh, we'll stop talking about it and let's uh, let's just read the story and then we will uh, we'll talk about it afterwards. So okay. this is Acts chapter twenty, uh, verses seven through twelve. Just five verses. So here here's what it says. On the first day of the week, we came together to break bread, and Paul spoke to people spoke to the people, and because he intended to leave the next day, he kept on talking until midnight. Uh, there were many lamps in the upstairs room where we were meeting. Seated in the window was a young man named Eutychus, who was sinking into a deep sleep as Paul talked on and on. <laughs> while, while he was sound asleep, he fell to the ground from the third story and was picked up dead. Paul went down, threw himself on the young man, and put his arms around him. Don't be alarmed, he said. He's alive. Then he then he went upstairs again and broke bread and ate. And after talking until daylight, he left. The people took the young man home alive and were greatly comforted. Mm -hmm. Eutychus is the first person, I would guess. I'm, I'm just going to go on a limb and say he definitely was the first person in the history of the church to be able to say that he was literally preached to death. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say you're right. Yeah, that's uh, that's a very uh, unique experience to have is being preached to death, hearing someone talk for so long. Like like you said earlier, many people, even us, we've all experienced it falling asleep. We've been preached to sleep, mm -hmm. uh, listening to someone go on and on and on. There, there's a few that that happens every Sunday. I'm not gonna lie, but I won't <laughs> okay. mention any names. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I one time I was preaching, and at the end of my sermon, I wanted to give like just like one minute of just prayer reflection, and I remember I sat down on the steps of the of the stage mm -hmm. and said I just looked at the congregation and I said guys just take the next 30 seconds 60 seconds or so and just pray about whatever I had been preaching about or mm -hmm. whatever subject it was about and I said I'm going to do it too and I sat down and I put my elbows on my knees I put my face in my hands and I just 60 seconds of silence you know just praying and I heard someone in the congregation it was like dead silence and I heard someone in the congregation I think he fell asleep <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh, goodness wow. and when i finally uh stood up to like finish my lesson or whatever to wrap it up i looked and just like all these other people in the sanctuary were just like trying so hard to hold in their laughter because <laughs> everyone heard it the person yeah. who said it was trying so hard to be quiet but they're ones <laughs> who just don't know how loud they are when they whisper and oh man it was great yeah. I've actually heard somebody snoring in the service. Oh, they man. went they were out so cold during the sermon that that it's like you hear this <sighs> you know. <Man. laughs> so that was uh that was pretty embarrassing. But gotcha. they lived. They lived, they did not die. They did not die. 
So yeah, in this story, we got this guy named Eutychus, whose name means good fortune. Good fortune. Uh, in fact, in my study Bible right here, it says his name means lucky or fortunate. Yes. So my study Bible, which if you ever read study Bibles, they're usually pretty formal. Like they right. don't, they really don't try to like crack jokes or right. anything. But I think whoever was in charge of this one <laughs> description of the verse just had a little bit of fun with it. Okay. So I want to read it straight from my study Bible. Uh, it says this story has a touch of humor and a happy outcome. Uh, the name Eutychus means lucky or fortunate, and the many lamps uh, and long sermon likely led, quote, lucky to seek air in the window, but he fell asleep anyway and fell three stories. So it make, kind of makes a joke saying, oh, lucky tried to go sit by the window and he fell yeah. and died. So yeah, his name means fortunate or lucky, and well, yeah, which is just like I said earlier, which is super ironic, uh, granted what well, happens to him. Or it, is it? it yeah, is I mean, really, yeah, that's where I'm, you know, that's what I was thinking. It's like, well, um, it's ironic at first he fell out the window and died, but man, how fortunate was he mm-hmm. that it was Paul who was preaching who had the ability to bring him back to life. Yeah. Through God, of course. Not right, through yeah, Paul, the, but, yeah, through the Holy Spirit, Paul was able to raise him back to life. That yeah. is interesting, yeah, because, yeah, we, we kind of like joke, We you when you first read it, you kind of laugh about it. And, uh, but then you realize, man, he was as fortunate, pretty much as fortunate as you could be, yeah. uh, to be resurrected. So, so I have a question. This okay. might be off the beaten path a little okay. bit, but, Love it. but, uh, you know, the Bible says that Paul was planning to leave the next day. Mm-hmm. So he kept preaching on through the night, right? I've got a vacation coming up and I always take <laughs> vacation from Monday to Sunday. Mm-hmm. So the Sunday before my vacation should we I pack say, a lunch? Say, hey, <laughs> I'm leaving the next day. I plan to leave town the next yeah. day, so buckle up, yeah. get comfortable. Here we go. We're going to be here for a while. We're going to be here for a while. Yeah, How do you be, think that would go? That would go swimmingly. Um, <laughs> swimmingly. It'd be like a filibuster, right? You know, like in the, <laughs> yeah. in the Congress, where yes. you just keep going. Or you just bring, you just like open up a Dr. Seuss book and just start reading the Dr. <laughs> Seuss book. Hey, yeah. I'm not done with my sermon. Sit yeah, down. I don't, you I can't don't, leave. Yeah, I don't think that's going to fly. Go well? No. Okay. I'll probably keep it to my normal half hour-ish. Okay. Maybe. So yeah, yeah. This is Paul's last. Uh, so it is kind. Of, it is um, emotional in that sense that, that Paul knows this is the last time he's going to see these people. He's been doing missionary journeys for a long time, mm-hmm. and this is the last time he's going to see these people. So yeah, he preaches on and on and on, and it just shows you that these people were just so craving mm-hmm. uh, just to hear Jesus preached. That when this guy just goes on and on, they start lighting lamps. It's midnight, and they're like, "No, no, no! Just keep talking. Tell us about Jesus." And then it just, you know, just so happens that this one guy sat by a window and fell out and died. Uh, but obviously, uh, Paul went down and, and he was resurrected. Yeah. It, here's something interesting maybe to point out in the story. Uh, is, uh, you know, some people will try to explain away miracles in the Bible. And they say, well, maybe he wasn't really dead. Right. Right. Who wrote the book of Acts? Luke. What was his profession? He was a doctor. I think a doctor knows a dead body when he sees it. I think so. And even in this specific passage, it uses pronouns like we. Mm-hmm. So we know Luke was actually present in this specific story. And uh, if, if doctors know one thing, they know a dead body when they see it. And he says that he fell from the window and he was taken up dead. Not like dead, but dead. Yeah. So yeah, he was definitely completely uh, dead and it came back to life. Yeah. But yeah, awesome. the, it just says he was a youth. He's just a young man. Don't know exactly the age. Maybe he was a teenager. Maybe he was in young, you know, lower twenties. 
Uh, I'd say a young man. I'd say he was probably 49. 49 or so. That's young. Yeah, that's, that's, su- yeah, that's yeah. super young. <laughs> Someone's got a 50th birthday coming up. <laughs> I've, I've heard that. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I guess when we read stories like this, and like we try to do always when we, when we go through these stories from the Bible, we always ask ourselves, why do we think this was even included? You know, it's just such an off... You know, I don't know, maybe not in a little way, but it is somewhat just kind of a, an aside. You know, it's just like Paul was preaching, and then it gives us just like this out-of-nowhere story of this guy named Eutychus. So do you have any theories, or, or what, do you th- what do you take away from this story? Well, I don't think it's it's uh, anything to do with the length of a church service. No. Uh, <laughs> no. I, I think it's to demonstrate the power of God. Right. You know, again, here's another person who pronounced dead by a physician. Right. As we mentioned earlier. And through the Apostle Paul, God raised him back to life. It's a testimony to the power of God more than anything, I think. Another thing that I would say we could take away from this is I I would say this night had an impact on Eutychus. Right? (laughs) A little bit. Yeah, you might say that. He's not going to forget that. I bet he never forgot it. And that the fact that he was literally preached to death, but he experienced a resurrection. Mm. Think Lazarus. Yeah. Like, I bet that had an impact on Lazarus, and he was able to say, mm-hmm. I was literally dead, but now I'm alive. Yeah. Just like, you know, as Christians, we would say we were, we were spiritually dead, but now we're alive. So mm-hmm. people who are able to experience physical resurrections mm-hmm. can relate to all of us who experience spiritual resurrections. And so I guess how we might possibly end this is by saying, maybe we should look at our own lives and think, what experience with the new life of Christ have I had that's made an impact on me? Because I think sometimes we experience things in life that are truly amazing, and then we just let them pass by as if they're nothing, and we don't Mm. let them have this impact on us like they should, where God does answer prayer. We we pray for something, and God, he answers it, and and we're like, for like a day, we're like, thank you, God. And then the next day, we move on, and we forget that it even happened. Yeah. And we don't let those those blessings from God really impact us. Yeah, and, and I would even take that a step further and say that sometimes, oftentimes, we fail to notice the little things. I, I think sometimes the big things like this, you know, we, we, we stand a better chance of maybe uh, testifying about or sharing that with somebody. There's a greater chance of it, but... You know, what what happens throughout a normal day, every day, just the faithfulness of God, the peace of God, the salvation that we have every single Mm -hmm. day, the things that sometimes we often take for granted, and we're sitting back and we're waiting for this big thing to come. Right. When, I say it often while I'm preaching, if God did nothing else for you but save your soul from hell, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. And so every day we need to be thankful for that, and we need to be thankful for just those those little blessings of being able to to wake up and to right. breathe, and to have to, any kind of family or friends in our lives. Yes. Uh, yeah. To be yeah to be able to breathe, to be able to see, to mm-hmm. to just be able to experience life in one way or another. There are so many, and I even I would even put invisible air quotes around the word little. Like there's so many little miracles. Mm-hmm. Like they're just they're they're these things that he is so faithful to give us every single day. That like you're right, we talk about it all the time. How we take them for granted, and you know, like we take our spouses for granted, or we take our children for granted. Where uh, we have done nothing to deserve, we have done nothing to deserve the amazing life God has given right. us. 
And um, we need that would be a good one for us is to pay attention to, again, air quote, little miracles that Mm -hmm. are the little blessings that God gives us day after day after day. Because if we really, you know, we talk about it too, write down your blessings. If we really did count our blessings, it would have a bigger impact on us. And maybe we would have maybe not this story of I was dead because I was preached to death and then I was resurrected. But I would say I would have this story of every single day God provided me with this salvation mm. not because of anything i've done in fact it's in yeah. spite of everything yeah. i've done he's he's mm. given me my salvation uh and he gives me all the friends in my life all the family members in my life uh that i just absolutely have i do not deserve yeah. so in essence all of us could be uh i guess the plural would be Utakai. <laughs> we could be the Utakai. yeah <laughs> I, I see a new church starting. What do you the think? Church uh, of the Church of Utica. That's the <laughs> plural for people of good fortune. And that concludes this episode, entry number four. Entry number four. Pre- entry number four. They We're, know in it top, now. We're in the top five. <laughs> Preached to death, which I hope I never you am. Never experienced am, that, hopefully. On either side of it. (laughs) On either side. On either side. But anyway, we are ministers of East Columbus Christian Church in Columbus, Indiana. Of course, we invite you to our services on Sunday morning at 8.30 and 10.45. We have Sunday school in between the two services, and there's children's church services during those times as well. And we have Sunday evening service at 6 o'clock as well. Feel free, like always, to contact us at mistinsundayschool at gmail.com. And as always, don't take our word for it. Take God's word for it. Catch you later. Later. I'm out.